There are so many different anime studios in Japan. And so much we don't know about them. Is there a connection between them? Is there a conspiracy? What does it all mean? Well, it means it's time for another studio in focus. Oh, okay. Launch the Ava! Ava launch! Tetsuo! Kanida! Onita? It's over 9,000! Nani? And welcome to another episode of Kawaii Radio, the podcast where we look into the world of anime and manga. I'm Kyle, and joining me are my co-hosts Coco and Kenny. How you doing, guys? Hello. We're good. We're coasts. We're coast to coast host yes. hosts. We're hosting the coasts. It's delicious. But we've been uh, watching a lot of anime the past yeah. four nights. Well, really? We Us? No, oh, so you, who would have thought? You don't say. Yeah, yeah. Say it so. Yeah, but one of the ones that we, we have kept an eye out on, and th- this is actually because um, we, well, we've been watching this, and earlier in the week we went and caught Ride Your Wave, mm-hmm. um, which is by Science Saru, the studio, and they currently have a show airing at the moment by the same director, which is Keep Your Hands Off Izuku. Yes. Oh, I love this show. This show is a love letter to animation, to I the mean, process of creativity and everything. I love this so much. We kind of knew that this was going to be a gem from the first episode mm. that we saw of it. It's like there is something amazing about watching these people so passionate about what they're doing and showing you practically step by step how they're doing it. And it's amazing how different the characters are. And they're animated differently. They don't yeah. look all like a carbon copy of the same sort of kind of like each template. of them has almost like a different design language to mm. them and mm. that, that goes for almost all the characters in the show which is fantastic yes. to see. It's, it's great i love it they move differently as well they yeah. are in a recent episode we watched they get in contact with the uh mecha club at their yeah. school uh that theirs <sighs> is a strange true. world that they live in mm-hmm. but uh yeah i can't help but look at each of the members of the mecha club and wonder haven't i seen them before not as anime characters but like directors and stuff so i think i'm gonna need to do some research especially like if we do a look back on this anime and see if there is sort of like cameos also can i just say how infuriating was the art club oh yeah that was no this is how i decided to do it they were being too polite that's not what we Mm. asked you to do they were being too polite (laughs) if that was me i would be like no this is what you're doing yeah do this where's the room for the the, what was it the expression expression no there's no room for expression you asked to be on board you should do what you're told this is a commission this Mm. is a commission i'm paying you to do something there's no room for anything you want to do it's what i want you to do Mm. Mm -hmm. but they they needed to be heavy-handed Lay down the law. On the note of laws, law. <laughs> the law. science fell in love. <laughs> so I tried to prove it. Yes, you did. Well, I didn't, but they are trying to prove they it. They are trying to prove it's it. It's about um, two, two rogue science types. <laughs> they're science types. Like th- this they're, is a this is a lab, I'm, and obviously they're you know they're they're a uh, university be age. I know science types. I'm almost a science type. I did physics. It's they're not science types. They're just socially awkward. You studied you studied physics. I did it for uh, like a year. Oh, and I'm not uh, sure if that makes I you qualified to decide. What a coincidence! On I study film. Oh, how dare you! <laughs> <laughs> well, right, I both of those are making things, the list. <laughs> so I'm all a science. Oh, uh, yeah, science. I, I've, I've done a lot of things. And yeah, this show is. Um, it's hilarious. It's kind of it like, is. it's a single note joke, but it's a great joke that they sort of yeah. carry out over and over again. There's it's a a lot, a Smart people are terrifically dumb. 
Yes, and they, they, they love to. Yeah. Ca- they you think that the joke can't get any better, and then they add another element through a character mm. or a location or an experiment, mm. and it just takes it to another level. I can't again. help but uh, compare it to Kaguya-sama: Love Is War because mm. you know you have these two like it very very um, doesn't it? Yes, exactly. It's like you've got these two very very intelligent people trying to escalate a conflict between each other, mm. and then you sort of have the uh, rogue element, the chica, the pink-haired, oh, yes. normal, yes. clever girl. Who just sort of who cuts messes up their all plans. of their sort of silliness and goes, uh, this? Well, what about that?" She you tries, know? and then yeah, they, they completely they confound her by how stupidly they respond to and her. And they or they ignore her, but we yeah. do. It's hilarious. It's wonderful. I also love the fact that she kind of serves as like the inner voice for the viewer as well in some scenes, mm. where she's like, "That's very clearly this. That's very clearly that. How she, dare you ignore it?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But look. And there's also, obviously, your two <sighs> favourite series. Hey, Yo Camp! Yes. Hey, I don't know if it's my favourite this series, but it is just nice to see these well, characters I'm, again. I mean, Yuru Camp has been just kind oh. of a, a staple of our love ever since it came out. And the internets as well. Mm-hmm. I'm um, wondering. Except for, you know, people taking pictures of bushfires and going, what do I try to set up a comfy camp? Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. That's yes. an infamous Reddit post of someone who watched the show and decided it was instructional and they could do it themselves. Bits of it are instructional, but... No. Um, no, do not try this at home. Yes. yes. Unless you have, I don't know, got experience. Practice. I did guess. I tell you guys that I bought a $10 tent recently? How did that go? <laughs> yeah, how'd that go? I bought a $10 tent and I'm really, really excited because it was like two of the poles were kind of splintering a little bit, like on mm. two different sets. and But I taped them. Oh, the, the forever useful them. gaffer tape? So I've, well, actually, this was duct tape. I do need Whack. gaffer tape. Um, but yeah, and I just, I feel like if we, if Yuru Camp wasn't in this world, I don't know if I would be quite as excited over my $10 tent. <laughs> and it's not worth $10. I got it up at the markets for $10. It's <laughs> worth like um, maybe four fifty something in the shops. But I was, I'm so excited about it. And I'm just mm. like, you know what? Comfy Camp is, is getting there for me you're, you're, i'm going to I get will the comfy camp Euro camp yeah well i mean the three of us did go camping um over the christmas break didn't we yeah, for uh, a couple yes. of nights so. yeah, but that sort of tent wasn't mine that, wasn't <laughs> that was my brother's yes this tent this my is ten dollar tent <laughs> <laughs> well if you don't know what um Euro camp or haya camp are haya camp is the new short form uh episode series for the Eurocamp franchise, yes, which is called Laidback Camp in English. And this new series, they're not exactly going camping. They're just sort of wandering around the town and looking at its um, real-world equivalent sort of um, features yeah. and sort of touristy bits. Yeah, basically they walk around and have a look at the different areas um, in the general vicinity. And they have like um, a stamp catalogue, which they oh, collect from yeah. going to so each location. Lovely. Oh, that's fantastic. That's well, look, let, let's get on to what we're doing this episode. So ahead this episode, we're taking a look at one of Japan's many well-known studios, and this house of ideas is responsible for many of the past decade's most popular shows. Ooh. From Sword Art Online and Darling in the Franks to Blue Exorcist and Fairy Tale, A1 Pictures has built a diverse and extensive back catalogue over its 15-year existence. So where did the story begin? We'll be diving into that and a few of its lesser-known gems this episode. It's a studio in focus for A1 Pictures this time. And hey, if you're liking what you're hearing so far, hit that subscribe button and join us. We'd love to have you on board for our future episodes. Absolutely. But before we get stuck into A1 Pictures, it's time for the all-new anime news. Making headlines. Really? Sort of. Anime news. 
Sounds kind of familiar. Yes, it sounds very familiar. It's the same sting, but it's shorter. Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought it was, if there wasn't too much of a change, but I like it. Oh, look, Sorry. there it goes. Well, you... That's it. That's that's ah! the new. It's, 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 shall, it's we you, shall we let you read? <laughs> so no, no, wait. <laughs> no. I, I kind of want to save this moment. I'm talking during this, you know. Yes, I haven't muted your mics this time, so you make me laugh. Can I start? <laughs> well, look, let, let's, let's get stuck in because we have changed the format of anime news after a bit of feedback. Um, we're now actually going to be chatting about stuff and we'll do the headlines oh. at the end instead. Ah. Um, and it's time to have a look at what's been going on in the world of anime and manga the past fortnight. And let's start with everyone's favourite topic in the news. Coronavirus. The coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, that is a bit of a big deal it is. over here. I think obviously throughout All the world it's a big deal. Australia, here Southeast like Asia, very, Japan. You've probably, if, if you're not in Australia and you haven't noticed people going batty over loo roll, Well, I was going to say, in between stockpiling toilet rolls here in Australia, there has been a lot of yes. event cancellations, anime delays and programming changes in Japan because of the virus. Yeah, that checks out. Um, Here's a quick summary of all the cancelled events just mm. from the past two weeks. The 14th annual Seiya Award Ceremony and audition event for new voice actors was cancelled. That oh. was planned for March 7. Okay. Bandai Namco have canned almost all their events up until March 15. Oh that includes an Idol Masters event, Sword Art Online, Tekken 7, several Gundam events. Mm. Love Life franchise just canned everything they're doing and they'll re-release everything once it's done. Um the I believe rock band uh, Wanima, they did the uh, OP for the recent One Piece Stampede film. Okay, they cancelled several of their concerts because someone who showed up to one of their concerts had the virus. Oh, so they're just like we can't risk people coming out to I that. Saw a, I saw a meme not long ago which uh, was like people with the flu, they're all wrapped up and in bed and sort of like laying down. <laughs> people with coronavirus, I will travel across, across the, the land. land. <laughs> On that note, all Pokemon centres in Japan have cancelled all their events ah. with Pokemon Centre Mega Tokyo Shop delaying its grand opening. So even if you get the coronavirus you can't go to a Pokemon centre to get healing. No, you cannot. Ouch. Do you guys know how many people now have coronavirus in uh, Japan? Uh, well, I'm assuming by the time this goes live it'll be out of date yeah there will be that it will be out of date but uh 706 are confirmed mm. from the diamond princess Ooh. cruise ship the total Ooh. at the moment was 1023 oh um <sighs> studio ghibli museums closed its doors it's refunding uh visitor tickets as well due to the virus and yeah. it's closed till at least march 17th it might extend further as well makes sense um square enix cancelled all its japanese staff visits to the pax east conference and cancelled it or scaled back several final fantasy fan gatherings they Yowch. also have a Skytree in Midgar Final Fantasy VII Remake event. That's been closed. And Osaka's Nippon Bashi Street Festa cosplay event was also cancelled, which I think we mentioned last show. Here's yeah, the two big so. ones, though. The two very big ones. The Anime Japan 2020 Expo oh. has been cancelled. That's one of the biggest anime expos in Japan for the public and businesses. This is for especially Western um, reproducers like you know Sentai Filmworks' branch over in America, Crunchyroll, Funimation. They head there to look at upcoming shows and things to purchase for the next season or for home video releases. Yeah, and oh, so that's, on. that's heavy. So back. That, that wasn't looking good. And the Tokyo Anime Award Festival ah. has been cancelled, along with all its connected events. Organisers are considering how to alter the judging of the works at the event. They do still plan to announce the winners, but we don't know how or when at this stage. Mm. Uh, anime production-wise, things seem to have gone back to normal. Um, Infinite Dendrogram has resumed production, as has certain scientific railgun tea. 
But then Railgun has since changed their planned airing of the show, the next two episode slots running special programs instead. Yikes. So they haven't said why, but possibly still to do with production issues. Mm. Oddly, though, some good news has come out of this. Oh. Really? Yes. Really? Japan's kids station at Animax, these are premium satellite channels. So you know how like um, here, if you had like Foxtel, you'd require a box in Japan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You've got satellite TV, but you don't have to pay a subscription. You just have to pay to unlock the channels sort of things. Oh, okay. Um, so it's, it's pretty easy to get it. They've actually made their channels free oh. from March 4th to 27th between 6am and 6pm. Oh. Well, yeah, people And they're going to be playing non-stop anime oh. to raise children's spirits and ease anxiety with the school oh, closures in so, place. I'm getting goosebumps. That's they're so showing lovely. Dragon Ball, <gasps> Pokemon, Reincarnated as Slime, awesome. the digitally remastered Lupin the Third Part Ooh. 2 from the 80s, oh. a host of others. Manga providers are doing the same. So Shokakukan's so Sunday Webry Manga, this is a website where you go on, you buy the manga and can read it digitally. It's making a load of its manga series free to read, including Ranma Half and a bucket load of others as well. Um, Weekly Shonen Jump are making all of their first 13 issues of um, this year free to read digitally as well through their app. It, the list goes on. So wow. many people are, you know, actually making a difference and trying to from the anime See, and manga community that's that's the wonderful side of these sorts of disasters how mm. the community can come together and or sort rather of not come together because otherwise that's a no. risk <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. digitally Figu come figuratively, together yeah coming together trying to lift spirits and get through it as a collective mm. and i mean this goes out to all those People who um, who are Nick, who are taking all the toilet roll. Yeah, this is not you. So what you need to do <laughs> yeah. is think Leave about some yourself. Leave toilet roll for us. But also think about other people. I, ju I just want a box of tissues. Like just one. Just you know one. what? Maybe bidet sales will go up. So maybe <laughs> that would be honestly like like so so Toto toilets. Yeah, I know, but J not Japan. my nose not very good. <laughs> True, handkerchiefs. Not unless may you're come terribly back, adventurous. But that is also a bad idea. Uh, moving right along to some other good news. Mm -hmm. Kaguya Sama Lovers War season two announced. Yes. <gasps> And I am looking so forward to this. They've got a couple of new characters being introduced as well. Uh, yes, that is uh, Miko and Osaragi, I think yes. I said that right. Uh, they'll be yeah. joining the return of the main characters uh, on April 11th. Yeah, That's so spring season. It's, there's, I'm not going to lie, there's a lot of good stuff coming up in the spring season this year. Oh, so. yeah? Anything else that looks promising? Oh, well, well, I'll mention four of them in the news. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, yes, the headlines, I should news say. Yet. <laughs> no, no, this is the news. Oh. It's the new news. Oh. The news of the new news, yes, yes. yes. Um, it's also going to have um, the same studio behind it, including A1 Pictures. Yay. Go figure. Awesome. So, makes it easy. And, of course, we do have to talk about... Yes, the My Hero Film 2 is flying up the US anime box office currently. Mm. Uh, is My Hero Academia Heroes Rising. It's earned $10 million in the US in no its opening weekend. No small thing. None. I mean, for one thing, it arrived during sort of like the height of superhero, like comic book movie fandom. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it... <laughs> Its timing was perfect. See, it's but for another thing, it has, because like 
it's a superhero genre anime and people like got on board for that. They saw like what just an awesome anime oh, it is. All these like gr- amazing characters. There's so it's and it, there's so such, yeah, its rise uh, is no surprise at all. There is such difference mm. to it fr- uh, from Marvel. Marvel yeah. For now the film is actually ranked number one in the U.S. box office on its Whoa. day of opening. Which is Whoa. huge. Um, I that's don't know amazing. what that says about the other films out at the moment. However, what, <laughs> what is out? Sonic, and Sonic has done really Sonic well. Sonic is actually out now. I've heard only good it's things been about out it for actually. about two or three weeks now, and it's I've done really well. I've heard that the uh, Sonic movie doesn't just give nods to like the original games in a fandom; mm-hmm. that it just mm. headbangs to them. You know what is pretty cool? Mm. It actually has eventually earned. Five million eight hundred eighty-eight thousand three hundred thirty U.S. dollars to rank number four in its opening weekend. Box office Mojo thought it would take five point one million. I'm surprised they thought it would take that much. No- normally, when it's an anime yeah. film, they kind of say mm, maybe not too much. They yeah. kind of go around the one to two million. But the fact that they thought it would take five suggests that this clearly has staying power and you know yeah. attention. International the US. acclaim, yeah. not to mention. Well, Funimation did organise the screening for that film in the US and Canada. It's been like a thousand cinemas, I think. Whoa. I love which the is fact huge. that this is the rise of anime films mm-hmm. and Pete it, and. It, I mean, We've got the, one the almost every two gr- weeks. It's going to be great, but mm-hmm. yeah, but like hopefully this will also mean more people are introduced to subtitles and won't be so yeah. put off by films who have just subtitles. It's kind of funny now because I watch even English shows with subtitles on just in case oh, I yeah. miss something. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's just it's just habit now. Like yeah. when I when I or maybe went, you're just too used to anime. Well, that or I need to get my ears checked. <laughs> <laughs> no, like when I went w- when I watched True Detective the first time, mm. like it's it's a great series. But uh, season one, mumble. he mumbles a bit. So watching it with subtitles really enriched the, the experience the second time around. Mm. Well, look, here's the other headlines from the past two weeks. Crunchyroll has announced its first batch of Crunchyroll. New projects being produced by Japanese studios. I muted myself there because I have the mad skills today. Several Korean manhwa are being adapted, including The Tower of God, The God of High School and Noblesse, with Telecom Animation Film, Mappa and Production IG handling each of these projects respectively. The new Crunchyroll Originals line include this season's Inspector and follows the Tasty Streaming Services co-production of over 60 anime titles since 2015. Staying with the streaming services, Funimation have announced several additions to its catalogue from Anaplex, and this is for the US, Canada, UK and Ireland. The robot epic Gurren Lagann, Human Bio Anime, Cells at Work, Special Ability School Charlotte and Shoji series March Comes In Like a Lion are now streaming in the US and Canada. Yaoi series Dakaichi I'm Being Harassed by the Sexiest Man of the Year also landed across all regions as well. Also joining the ranks is the entire Monogatari series, which is now available to stream on the services in the US and Canada, but only Baka Monogatari is available in the UK and Ireland at this stage. The new OVA for ACA 13 Territory Inspection Department has begun streaming on Crunchyroll this week, with the special providing an epilogue to the Political Intrigue series. The OVA was shown in Japanese cinemas for a limited one-week screening in February and runs for 45 minutes. The special story is set in the capital of Badon one year after the events of the TV anime ended. 
Several animes have had their new series announced the past fortnight as well. Sword Art Online's Alicization Arc will have its fourth part return to the screens this April, with a special on April 11 and a recap episode airing on April 18th. Food Wars' fifth season has been announced for the spring season as well, with its first episode landing on April 10, and season two of the new Fruits Basket will also arrive in April, with manga creator Takaya Natsuki saying she was looking forward to watching it as a viewer. Heading to the bookshelves, the Pokemon Adventures Black 2 and White 2 manga is coming to an end, with the original story bringing to close the series' 11th part. The Pokemon Adventure series doesn't feature Ash or any of the TV series characters, instead focusing on a world built around the franchise's games. The One Piece manga has also taken a one-week break due to the author, Oda Ichiro's sudden illness. The series' Twitter announced the author is now recovered and will release the next chapter on March 9. And fantasy vet manga How to Treat Magical Beasts has come to an end, having run since 2016. And in dub news, the English dub of Inspector has begun to air on Crunchyroll this week. New episodes are expected to drop weekly for the next 12 weeks. And that's your anime news for the week ending March the 8th, 2020. Kawaii Radio. I didn't know they did that. I love their art style. Oh my god, they made that. Studio in focus. Yes, Studio in Focus, I love, it's A1 Pictures time. I love the way that you cut that and it sounded like they were echoing each other. They are echoing oh, each other. They are in focus. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes so we're we going are. to jump right into A1 Pictures, aren't we? Yes, we are. And let's talk about the veritable A1 Pictures studio. It was founded on the 9th of May 2005. So, so 15 ov- years obviously, ago. we think, you know, well, coming up to its 15 year anniversary this year. Oh. So, it was founded by ex Sunrise producer Iwata Mikihiro under Anaplex, so Sony Music Entertainment Japan. Mm-hmm. And this was so Sony uh, could produce its own animations for projects. It wasn't initially mm-hmm. meant to be a full fledged studio, it was meant to just do ah, like kid shows and stuff like that. I think I remember reading the first production by them was an original. Yes. Wasn't it? We'll get to that in a second because I have a lot of info on that. Okay. I will let um, you talk. <laughs> I'm a top. <laughs> um, when the studio launched, A1's president at the time, Katsumata Hiro, said the studio's aim was to become a highly original and distinctive animation production outfit that thinks outside the box. I'd say they kind of succeeded. I'm going to disagree with you and I'll show you why Whoa. in a moment. Okay. Allegedly, dun, dun, dun. its original role was to oversee only a few of Anaplex's family-orientated series, but it grew into a much larger studio as it covered more and more projects each year. Now, A1 expanded its operations quite a bit in the early 2010s and eventually rebranded one of their studios, previously known as the Koenji Studio, as Cloverworks, which we have seen do a couple of anime in association with A1. The idea was to give this particular studio a unique identity separate from A1 due to the style and focus of the work. And in 2018, Cloverworks then became separate completely from A1, but was still underneath Anaplex itself. So still essentially part of Sony. Now... A1's first animation mm. project, it was Zenmai Samurai. In its original short form children's animation, they created with Studio No Side for NHK Educational TV. And that was back in 2006. Yeah. Mm. So that's like a, I wouldn't really call it like a Japan doing us an educate channel. <laughs> Japan doing their children an educate? Something like that, yeah. It's, it's basically was kids 
kids programming essentially so that if kids okay. were off school or whatever they'd have something to watch which was good and so forth. Sort of like a Japanese anime version of Sesame Street or something? Yeah, oh. essentially. Um, the show had an overarching theme based on a short Japanese proverb Ichi Nichi Ichizen which means do a good deed daily. Hmm. Um, essentially the show um, was all about a samurai who um, from memory he dies and then comes back uh, his uh, spirit is still floating around um, in the modern era. Because he didn't do good things he when he was alive. Exactly. So he's doing good things doing now. Doing good things now. Good. So Death it ran is a pretty heavy concept to give to a kid like yeah. that early. He's not that dead. He's a ghost. It's fine. <laughs> he's <laughs> only <laughs> mostly dead. <laughs> so it ran daily in the morning and nights um, with 175 episodes being made. But it was so popular, it ran from 2006 until 2010. Now, if that's two wow. episodes a day, that's been repeated... Or five times a year for four years there. It then moved to NHK's premium satellite channel, which we mentioned how they work a little earlier. 2006 also marked the opening of the second studio for A1 Pictures as well, which was in uh, Asagaya. But while A1 has produced some great content, it's not been without the occasional controversies. So, in the studio's early days, and apparently still today, it seems overworking is a common practice to make the studio's deadlines. Very Um, naughty. We've seen stuff like that. Very naughty. In a 2014 lawsuit, a staff member's suicide was attributed to depression due to overworking at the studios. The 28-year-old medical records stated he'd worked around 600 hours in a month. That yeah. equates to 20 hours a day for 30 days. So I'm not sure That's how this was possible. Um, that that shouldn't be physically it possible. It shouldn't be physically possible. Was he, he was probably sleeping under his desk, wasn't he? Quite possibly, yeah. Oh. Um, while this might seem unlikely, it's well known the treatment of employees in the animation industry is pretty bad. Yeah. Um, animators and directors in the injury industry avoided attacking A1 after the verdict, however. Many saying the system itself was at fault, and they're not wrong. Like, this is a big issue. Um, A1's also been in trouble for another staff member dying um, due to potential overwork as well. You know, I remember, um, just to quickly interrupt, one of the main reasons why everyone was so upset about what happened to Kiyoani was because they're actually setting a new standard for work. Kiyoani is one of the few studios where they don't pay by the cell and they have proper programs for their staff so they don't overwork them. Oh, that's fantastic. They've got proper the equivalent of proper labour laws essentially there, which is amazing when you consider. Um, But on Twitter, anime director Nishimura Taika, who doesn't work for A1 at the time of this ruling, posted several posts about it saying to denounce A1 pictures alone is a mistake further expanding on the poor working conditions in the industry and confessing to also having a period of depression due to overwork. Mm. Now, he actually recently um, had an interview about three years ago where he revealed how much he earned a month and it was only about 100,000 yen. That's about 1,000 Australian dollars or 800 US dollars a month, which is not much. That's not, not enough to live on. And he's a director. What? Ah. Yeah. So it, it does make you worry about it. I understand why people open up their own studios. Exactly, yeah. Um, you may as well make your own work. <laughs> yeah, there's also some people saying the company was voted the most black company in 2014. Oh. Now, I haven't been able to confirm this, but a, a, black ter- a black company is a Japanese slang term for an exploitive sweatshop-style employment system. Oof. 
Yeah. Now, the studio does tend to release a lot of shows every year, which can result in a drop in the animation quality in some of those story arcs, especially if it's a busy season. And some people point to the thought that the studio has no identity due to its lack of in-house directors and scriptwriters. Typically, they hire people into these roles for the individual projects and then send them on their way. That's a bit so, nuts. So if you have a look at KyoAni or any of the other big studios, Mapper included, they don't do that. They have in-house teams dedicated to the projects who stay on to then go to the next project. Yes, generally when we do these studios in focus, we're sort of celebrating a studio that we like that has given us some great stuff. But man, I, this is this is a, some pretty shocking. This is an expose. It's an I like expose. it. So look, there's a bit of focus on quantity over quality at A1, um, and. I'm under the impression that has changed a bit in the recent years, but I, when you compare them to you know the shining examples of Kyoani, it's hard to mm. say. Mm, you mm. know, it's it's hard to consider that all the wonderful anime that they've put out may have been a result of sweatshop sort of standards. Yeah, and with some some of those shows do end up feeling a bit misguided or failing to adapt the original story correctly, resulting in a backlash from fans because they're pushed out so quickly. Yeah. Um, but with all this in mind, they have created a lot of what. I call shovelware anime, and this is series made for the sake of being made. Um, whether that's for a tax write-off or just to generate the smallest amount of profit because they know this book's popular with a specific audience. Any kind of notable examples? I'm not going to go into them because they will exceed our PG-13 rating guide. Uh, Fair Um, enough. uh, But A1 has created several memorable series over the past years, including one of the biggest gateways for new anime watchers, of the last 10 years. Sword Art Online might not be everyone's cup of tea, but it has served as a conduit for new anime watchers to easily start their journey of discovery. And you can't deny its sort of like communal effect Mm. either. And while there are several problems with the franchise's attitude towards women, for instance, along with some liberties taken with the script, you can't deny it's got staying power and the impact it's had on the anime landscapes. How many more MMORPG game style series have we seen since? Yeah. It's it's huge. Nothing with the same reach. No, nothing with the same reach, but you, you see a lot of them trying to take that formula with mm. their own twist. And while A1 is not known for a particular style of animation, unlike, say, Kyoto Animation or Mappa, it has become known in the industry for its use of CG, Mm -hmm. for things like vehicles or dance sequences. The Idolmaster franchise is particularly reliant on CG for a lot of its sequences, but it often enters that realm of the sort of uncanny valley. Yes, I uh, remember seeing an intro to one. I think it was last year or a year before, Mm. and it was just... It went from your standard kind of animation into that weird 3D thing of the creepy-faced 3D dolls smiling yeah. at you and staring which at your we've, soul. We've got one of this season, 22-7, um, which while it, the animation for it's beautiful, it's also mm-hmm. by A1 Pictures, um, The later in the series you do see one of their first live performances and they use that weird CG and it's a little jarring. Grating, yeah. Mm. Um, But look, let's talk about A1's anime projects because just let's look from 2008 to 2019 and there's a lot of you know good ones here that you can talk about. Um, what are like your big ones on Well, there? 2008's Black Butler, Kanagi Ooh. Crazy Shrine Maidens. <laughs> yeah. And this one I didn't even know about, but now I need to see it. Birdie the Mighty Decode. So I don't know 
this one. Yeah, pursuing an alien fugitive, Birdie Sephon Altera, a Space Federation police officer, finds herself on Earth. Her target, Giga, has disguised himself as a human and assimilated into the fashion industry. Oh. <laughs> so Birdie follows suit and joins a modelling agency, posing for photo shoots by day and chasing intergalactic criminals by night. Oh, this sounds like fun. Meanwhile, hilarious. high school student Tsutomomo Senkawa explores an abandoned building with his friend, Birdie has tracked down Giga to the same building and Senkawa witnesses the battle before being seized as a hostage by the evil Giga. Oh no. When Birdie attacks Giga, she accidentally kills Senkawa. <gasps> Distraught, she decides to save him by integrating his consciousness into her body. Oh. Now Birdie and Senkawa must not only cohabit the same body, but oh. also balance his high school life, her modelling career, and the increasingly oh. dangerous job of policing oh, the galaxy. A comedy okay, so, of errors. Yeah. So... On weekdays, he's a high school student. On weeknights, he fights crime. No, on weeknights, she fights crime. She fights crime. And then on weekends, they do... Fashion shoots. Yeah. Oh, my What the gosh. hell? I don't know, but I want to know. <laughs> yeah, I, think it, we I need saw to the trailer for it. Out. It looks amazing. It sounds bonkers. Um, of course, when you get to 2009, you then get stories like Fairy Tale, Valkyria Chronicles, mm. um, Working, which um, yes. landed in 2010 as well. Um, 2011, 12... Wow, Blue Exorcist, Anohana, the flower we saw that day, Idolmaster, Sword Art Online, Magi the Labyrinth, From the New World, Space Brothers. Hey. You think about how many they landed, you can understand how they were overworked. Mm. Look at that. This is just the notable series. Everything on this list has a rate higher than 7.5. Whoa. On my anime list. So this doesn't include any stinkers that they and might have And there's a had. lot of stinkers. There is over 250 anime ah. being released by A1 Studios. Okay, no, now the overworking is obvious. Series. Does one of these stinkers involve a recent... Yes. Yes, yes. it does. Uh, a recent scandal to do with an Australian politician. You can have a bit of a Google of that if you want to. Wait, yeah. um, no. Yep, that is by A1 Pictures. You see what I mean about not yeah. having an identity now? This is a very they don't. That's broad. very broad. Yes. And like all of these have different styles. I mean, you then go you know, from Space Brothers to Seven Deadly Sins two years later. You're lying April in the same season. Gate, thus the JSDF fort there. If you haven't seen Gate... Watch it just for the Flight of the Valkyries scene oh, in episode yes. three. Oh, my God. Uh, it is a little bit adult. It is. Uh, so yeah, It's um, an M15 rating yes. because of the violence. It's, uh, it's pretty dumb, but it's great. I it love is. that series. It's basically uh, what would happen if the uh, Japanese army went into a fantasy world and fought against the, their sword, sorcery, and dragon types. And uh, as you'd expect, yeah. the Japanese win. Yeah. Short answer, yes. They stomp <laughs> the dragons. Um, but then you get um, in 2016, Raised. Yeah, we're going to discuss mm, that. 2017, Blend S, which mm -hmm. we'll also discuss. Oh, I love that one. Darling in the Franks. Now, this was a three studio collaboration for 25 episodes. Really? Oh. They also had Studio Trigger, who did the recent Promare film and Ooh. Kill the Kill, and Cloverworks, which is their spin off studio as well, also helping out on it. Wow. So, okay. Yeah, I heard that uh, they went uh, separate from A1 for a very long time. What Cloverworks? Yes, yes. No, no. They, so they um they were part of it and then spun off from it. Mm. Um, but um then you're in the same year. Watakoi, Love is Hard for an Otaku, which we mentioned last mm -hmm. episode. Last year, Promised Netherland and Kaguya Summer, Love is War. Oof. So it's you have a look there. That's still that list there is a good 
chunk of solid anime that's all had an impact in the past decade. Yeah. You get to see um, great examples of the CG you mentioned in Kaguya Summer, especially you, the chicken dance. The chicken dance, yeah. Because <laughs> I know that we keep talking about so it. But r- beautifully rotoscoped. You, and oh, yeah. It's just, I, I can't stop. Just, just the way that her, her skirt falls mm. and moves there's such that there's weight to it yeah there is and i just love the way it, it it's really worth watching just to see how well it's done um so mm. are we ready to talk about erased because i, I we am. are i think it's about time we jump on over to the next section kawaii Fi radio i think i watched that as a kid oh yeah i remember that Back catalogue. And the next section, being erased. No, don't erase my notes. I need them. I can't do this without the notes. Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. No. It's too soon for that sort (laughs) of joke. Um, So erased, as um, Kyle mentioned, came out 2016. Mm. That's correct. It is. Yes. And it... I, I was very impressed by Erased. The, um, just to give you a background of the story, struggling manga author Satoru Fujinuma. Why are they always struggling manga authors? Because everyone the Because they work for A1. Oh. <laughs> Touché. Honestly, it doesn't seem like it's like a non-struggling kind of job. It isn't. Um, so Satoru is beset by his fear of expressing himself. So he's kind mm. of a little bit... I mean, like self-isolating. Yeah, he he works part time as a pizza delivery guy as well. Interestingly, though, so he's twenty nine years old at this point. He possesses a supernatural ability that he calls revival. Um, He can't control it, but basically, it sends him back in time to just before a life threatening moment. So, say for example, he's walking down the road, sees someone about to get. Uh, knocked down but uh, yeah <laughs> truck kun is coming along um <laughs> but then like suddenly everything stops and funnily enough there was a butterfly that appears at this moment mm. and then he's transported back maybe a few seconds sometimes a couple minutes Beforehand, um yeah yeah just and and he's got the the memories of what's about to happen so he can change what's about to happen he can save that person's life mm. One day, however, so he lives at home with his mum. It's a single parent household because his dad decided to leave um, when he was younger. So he comes back home and he finds that his mother has been murdered mm. and he is framed for it. So he sort Utterly of... distraught as well. Yeah. So he runs away, but then revival kicks in yeah. and chucks him not a few minutes or maybe even a few hours 18 years back into the past Mm -hmm. so that he can save his mother but why 18 years Hmm. so something must have happened in the deep past so basically he's gone back in time and he knows he knows like he has all of his present knowledge from the future yes Mm -hmm. oh he could cheat so badly (laughs) he's transported back to his Year five body, grade five body, with all of his intact memories. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting how you mentioned butterfly effect because they keep the motif of the butterfly. That poor guy's got to go through puberty again. Well, <laughs> yes. yes. Yes, he does. Because the thing is, it doesn't transport him back. It also... It's, he it's, goes it's, through the time. It's quite Whoa. interesting as well because 
when, when you think about it as well, it's almost like he was stuck in that yeah, mental state. He was in a rut, mm. wasn't he? Ever since uh, the events that occur back yeah, then. Yeah, he was almost a neat, mm-hmm. almost a hikikomori. Al- almost. He was, he, if it wasn't know. for work, he would be. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And, I mean, his mum was helpful as well. Something I found quite interesting, the Japanese name for it is uh, Bokudaki Gai Inai Maichi, literally mm. translates to the town where only I am missing. Whoa. Pretty cool. Which, you know, erased. definitely the perfect uh, translated title for it but it's interesting to think of it that way isn't Mm -hmm. it when you look at it because he's missing emotionally as well yeah he is absolutely Um, he's emotionally disconnected from everything and so he's just kind of like not even present I get get it and I I mean just just giving you guys a bit of an alert we may have discussed some spoilers well we'll try we'll try Uh, and avoid them as much as possible but um it turns out that around the time when he was in fifth year five, um, there were kidnappings of mm-hmm. p- of his classmates. Yeah. So how what does that have to do with his mother's death? That's well, what we find out over the course in of the series. Anime, it is so good. Mm-hmm. It is so so and good. And this isn't Back to the Future where he's stuck in that timeline. There is butterfly effect and explanations. It's very cool. Yeah, it's uh, shows like this only kind of reinforce my position on time travel that it must absolutely mm. never be done. Yes, <laughs> just don't muck with it. It's a drama. It's a thriller. Mm. It's got a little bit of comedy, and it's, it's got a live action adaptation. It has it's two live action adaptations. It's got the oh, series and it's me. got the film, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah, so one of those went to Netflix. Now I'm yeah, juggling the, to think of which one. It's the series which ended up on Netflix. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And um, I believe the main actor from it was the um, who plays Satoru played Light from the live action Yes, that Death is correct. Note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that guy has just like been across a whole lot of different mm. things. Yeah. Yeah. Wait to look at his film. Erased actually started out as a manga series, as many of these do. Mm. It was written and illustrated by Sunbei K from 2012 to 2016, but it actually has a spin-off manga series, mm. and this followed the lives of Saturo's friends, and that was published over six months in 2016 while the anime was airing. So kind of cool. Um, now... Do need to stop for a moment and talk about the music. Oh, my goodness. Because the, the opening theme is Ri-Ri by Asian Kung Fu Generation. R-E, e. common, you know, uh, R-E colon, R-E colon, um, which, you know, repeat, repeat. Very fitting idea. Mm. Or reply, reply, if you're using email terms, I guess. Um, this was originally released in 2004, and it was on the album Sulfur. And this album also featured re- the song Rewrite, which you know got very well known because it was used for Full Metal Alchemist's opening, yeah. the That's original. Right. Um, I love this track so much. Um, and paired with the visuals, the opening, it's just amazing. I'll actually put that on our social media in the next couple of days for mm-hmm. you to have a look Please at. Do. But I went and had a bit of a look around on the internet and found this incredible cover artist called Suko G. Now, he plays many instruments. He sings, he dances a bit if you watch any of his kazoo videos, <laughs> which is right up our alley. It really is. <laughs> but um, he very thankfully gave us permission to play his cover of Riri, and it's so good, it's probably going to get copyright striked. Yeah, okay. bye guys. <laughs> we consider it a badge of honour still. Yeah. Yes, so this is Riri, originally by Asian Kung Fu Generation, play it formed by Tsuko G. <laughs> Thank you. 
such a good cover. That is so good. It is bang on the money. The uh, comment section for it is crazy as well. All the Japanese people going, yes, so on point, so good. (laughs) Thank you so much for letting us use this. Yes, thank you very much. We'll be putting a link to that in the description of Mm -hmm. this episode. And if you're on YouTube, you'll have probably seen something pop up telling you Mm -hmm. where you can go and find his channel. Please go have a look. Squish that link. Squish that link because... He, he yeah, has some incredible covers, including rewrites as well, as I mentioned a bit mm. earlier. And so. may I also say, very well filmed as well. Very yeah. well lit. Very well filmed, lit, and edited for that matter. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Guys are pro. So just to quickly wrap up. Yeah, so what did what was the kind of thing that made you say this anime stands right. out, Coco? I loved it because it was mature. Mm. I loved it. It was... It... it, it, it it just seemed to be on a certain maturity level in the cu- in the way that it communicated mm. the story that I just really loved. Um, it showed a single parent household. Yeah, and it showed the struggles different. accuracy. Yeah, it, accurately. It, yeah, <laughs> like they, w- it wasn't an easy time for them, mm. and there were other uh, parents around who were disadvantaged as well, and it did do an interesting job of showing up like you know parents being devious like um yeah yeah, yeah. the um was it um Hinazuki Kayo mm. uh, what are the her, babies? yeah mm. i think that was the the girl who um who was kidnapped yeah and her mum is a nasty piece of work she really was and it shows that, mm. which is like... A lot of people actually online get really frustrated with the ending because their ship didn't set sail, essentially. But I don't but feel like it needed to. It wasn't to. about... It's not about romance. No, Go- Going it's into not, this, it thing. is not a romance story, yeah, this. Yeah, I love that. There's no shoehorned romance chucked mm. in there. It's the story as it is. It's and, and so good. And the ending is beautifully yes. well-constructed. Okay, it might feel... A little bit rushed mm. in episode ten and eleven, mm. um, but that's because they had to fit so much information mm. in, and I and can understand that. And you get to um, so basically you get a um, you, you get to join Satoru on the ride as well. You, yeah. you get to know what he's thinking, what he's going to do, and his reactions to his ability is really quite mature and like reasonable. I really like it. Yeah. So can highly recommend Erased. Mm-hmm. Um, You'll obviously hear awesome music on it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yes. Ten, ten, 10 out of 10. Erase Absolutely. it. I take a star off because time travel. St- just stop. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. Well, you see, once the timey-winey, wiggly worm stuff happens, then you're connected to the bob and go but, back in time. But if it's not That's something... That's actually kind that, of accurate. But <laughs> he couldn't really help it, could he? No, he couldn't control so it. Maybe so maybe you should take off half a point instead. Cause Four and a half stars. His fault. <laughs> well, I actually well, do wonder about that sort of plot point. What happens if he doesn't try to help someone? Oh, it just continues as normal. Oh, yeah. okay. It's it's. I, I feel like it's an opportunity. You know how they were saying, like, um, in the Avengers film, where they were explaining how time travel works. Whereas, you know, it might be the past, but it now becomes your future. So yeah. you're just you're rearranging a deck of cards in a way. Mm. You've, what you've got is, you know, like, uh, say you've got Ace of Hearts through to the King. No, no, no. And you're, now st- you're, you're starting spades. to make sense of time travel. Stop that. You'll, <laughs> you'll give it a try, and then <laughs> then you're in spades. And all you do is you just grab that uh, your spades section and put it in front of the hearts and continue on. 
Just Maybe we should move on to uh, yes. our next section. Well, <laughs> just one, one last thing. Erased is currently on an 8.47 on yes. my anime list, which Whoa. is quite a high rating. So, Because, um, you know, there's always going to be detractors that bring these scores down. And there's always going to be people who didn't quite enjoy it. Yep. But Yes, the live action one itself actually got, the uh, movie got uh, 73% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's audience not score. Wow. That's so, yeah, that's pretty, pretty good. really good. All right, let's move on to a little cafe in the corner. Wi-Fi Radio. I think I watched that as a kid. Oh yeah, I remember that. And Back catalogue. You just cannot wait to get your memes out. Okay. Well, what no, you it's uh, now that I'm in this uh, now that I'm in this cafe in the corner, I shall sip my tea. That mm. that looks like nice tea. Quite quite tea. It was de- it was delicious. Tea- was it terrific? Yes, and it was served to me by a bloody actor. <laughs> <laughs> because that is the subject of Blend S. Yes. Probably uh, what most well known because it has just been memed into oblivion. Yeah, there's there's a certain that the opening has been rejigged <laughs> to the we tune actually, of eleven million views. Um, we actually have YouTube. this audio example for you. So, there's a, a gentleman on YouTube whose name is Mountain Dew, uh, all spelt very unusually, and um, he. On the 20th of April every year, if you can do the maths (laughs) on what number that makes, makes a rather interesting new video. And his take of Blend S's intro was called Blend W and features Snoop Dogg. Here's a taste. Talent is unquestionably It's unquestionably great. It's so well done, this video. It's he took the opening and completely wrote worked it using Snoop Dogg and people he's collaborated with. And worked them into it in a way that absolutely apes the original anime opening. The top comment on this is stop comp- stop saying talking about the original. This is the original. <laughs> <laughs> and there is a moment like I was, do you even call it spoiler alert if it's for like a meme video? No, not really. Uh, he puts Snoop Dogg's faces, animates them almost perfectly to look oh, like Snoop Dogg and attaches perfect. them to the characters' faces in the video. Oh, and it is incredible. uncannily creepy. It's <laughs> nightmare fuel. It's, it's Snoop Dogg it. and he is wearing maid outfits in different <laughs> colours. Yeah. Yeah, dancing. Yeah. And uh, doing the little QQ yeah, heart that, to the you. Hearts. Yes. So, uh, yeah. Um, Blend S is amazing. It's <sighs> l- it's got be such honest. high rewatchability for it, me. It's it's not one of those shows like Arise where you go, oh my god, the story is so good. You are watching this for the slapstick comedy in every episode. Yeah, this is a bit of cabaret you have with your drink before you watch the serious stuff. This is yeah. sort of like. It actually takes me back to an anime, one of my old favourites, Oran High School Host Club. Mm. This is just sort of like pretty fascinating and like well-defined kind of characters just sort of interacting in silly scenarios and falling over each other. And uh, as usual with these styles of animes, more characters get introduced over the course of the show to up the ante. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what, what, what is Blend S about? Uh, <clears throat> story time. Ooh. Micah Sakuranamiya is searching high and low for 
for a part-time job. It's that sort of unenviable time of yeah. your life where you are just handing out resumes. That's the thing, though. She is punctual. She makes it to the interviews on time. Isn't that novel? Um, and she's professional. She's presentable. She's everything. But whenever she smiles... Her yeah. face looks terrifyingly sadistic and creeps everyone out. And, you know, you have to s smile at your employer. Hi, yeah. things are great. But it makes it look like, I'm going to bury you and nobody will ever find you. <laughs> she has she has no control over this. She doesn't. And then she meets a man when she's at a cafe. and An uh, Italian blonde man. A blonde Italian man. And, uh, you know, he uh, gets her a coffee and so she smiles at him and says thanks. And sh uh, so she's terrifying. His nose starts bleeding and he hires her on the spot. Man has issues. Yes, man, man has, has so many I, issues. I would be a bit bothered if that was how I got my last job. That's the thing. Uh, he runs a cafe called Cafe Style, where all of the waitresses have a character. It's a maid cafe? It's, uh, it's a maid cafe. They're dressed as, as maids. They have um, basically a Power Ranger ensemble of colours to like <laughs> denote their character. <laughs> but basically, she is hired to be the sadistic. She S has to be mean sweet to the character. smile, sister, sadistic. Surprise, and service, Snoop Dogg! So, I'll, I'll let you take a long dangled guess of what surprise oh, means. you <laughs> had to put it that way. It's a trap! <laughs> Thank we you, Kalakba. We need that. A, why, we need that as a sting. There you go. Yeah, that'll that work. Works. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, so considering the amount of anime that applies to, oof. Yeah. Uh, as, um, as many people in Japan say now that I'm on the roll. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a button for almost every occasion. We just need to get one for every occasion. Yes. Yeah. So, yes, um, she works alongside um, various people who put on a character. There is the sweet little sister girl who, like, serves the food with a smile, but she is, like, older than all of them by three years. Yep. Just very, very short, very, very adorable and like the most mature she's also in real life the most angry mm -hmm. yeah she's very like she's a bit At brooding odds. they have a, a sundere character it's like here's this food it's not like i made it especially for you so i guess you can eat it and enjoy it yeah except that she's a massive gamer and actually really nice oh, and if lovely. anyone is talking about gamer in a maid cafe which basically caters exclusively to like you know geeks the anime and, nerds and, and the anime kind of society. crowd she struggles because she really wants to talk about games and like I know that feeling. She'll say something really nice and then be like, "But it's not like I care." <laughs> <laughs> so, so what personalities are there? There's, there's a sadistic one. There's a Sundari. There's the little young, sister. the little sister, there's the, the older sister, sister who's like looking after you and really nice. She's and kind the of surprise. the perverse older sister, and the, the, ah. the surprise because she's kind of a little bit. Oh, yeah. The surprise know. one so, is that are uh, the um. Cross-dressing character is basically idol-like. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And she has built up actually kind of like a uh, impressive array of fans online. Yeah, and is constantly kind of referencing to it. And then you've so got the service, which is also S, yes. um, which is the guy in the kitchen and the manager. Yeah. And the manager <laughs> should not be running the store. He has issues. There's also the issue with the fact that he really likes um, uh, Micah, and uh, Micah is completely oblivious. She well, has no it's not idea. only that he's an adult and she's a junior. Yeah, so that uh, that comes up a bit. That's um, yes. this is Japan though, so mm. this um, is normal. It's worrying. If you guys, if we went to Japan and we went to a maid cafe, what kind of personality would you like to have serving you coffee or tea or whatever or a cake? Who would you want? Man, that's hard. Sorry, just threw well, you a curveball. I, I can't, I can't say Sundia because I don't like that um, at all or the masochism. 
because we don't do the masochism tango. I, I'd, I'd choose the masochist, the, 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 <laughs> the sadistic one, to be honest. <laughs> oh, no, no. I would. I'd just no. be like, oh, treat me bad. You know what? Let's see how because bad Because I've grown gets. up in a household of all boys, mm. I'm going to say one of the sisters. I grew oh, up in a household of all women, so I have to say all conquering Amazon warriors. <laughs> <laughs> do we have a death by snoo snoo? We do not. Thing, if only. But uh, the, the, the closest thing I've got is both. 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 Both, both is, is good. good. That both. works. You know, there's well, of also. Onita? Uh, yeah. Nope. You know what? There are Creepy. also. I, I don't know if this is still around, but the Muscle Cafe. Yeah. That is what I so would like to go th- this to. This is the other side of the coin. This yes. is a cafe catering exclusively to women. And it is. Well, guys buff- can wander well, guys they can. get ignored. They get ignored. <laughs> yeah. But it's, um, it's big buff power lifters. Power lifters. Dressed up in tiny maid outfits, <laughs> not as in cross-dressing maid <laughs> outfits, like but more like butler-esque. They'll but wear like it's gym, yeah, a, like gym, gym attire with like a what's like the the fake collar thing oh. where it's just the collar and the tie and no yeah, shirt yeah, attached. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, yep, the yeah. Bow that's tie. wonderful. And <laughs> you can, I, I know that in one of them you could like so obviously they'll serve you meat, but they'll like bench press it whilst they give. Wasn't there like, one where you could they could like um. Like they'd come and put their arm on the table, yeah, and you'd yeah, have yeah, to try yeah, yeah, and pull yeah. it over yeah. and stuff. Arm um, wrestle them. Yeah. <laughs> See, that would be an, a very enjoyable afternoon. You can also buy the wall of muscle or the wall of meat, wall where of they meat. just surround you and flex for like two <laughs> minutes straight. Can you imagine that? That's I, I, I can imagine that. It would be quite intense. <laughs> it would be that quite would be lovely. glorious. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so anyway, back to Blendess. Something yes, I let's I, objectify people a bit more. Um, Back on Blendess, it's based on a Four Coma manga, which started in 2013. Four Coma being four panel manga stories. Mm-hmm. And it's ongoing, still going today, written and illustrated by Nakayama Miyuki. And it was published in Manga Time Kurara Carrot, mm. which is a monthly magazine, which I didn't realise this, predominantly focuses on Four Coma. It's an entire magazine based on that. Hmm. That's, that's actually pretty yeah. cool. That's awesome. This has actually published a lot of four-panel mangas which have been adapted to animes, including this season's Koisuri anime, K-On!, the new oh. game, Dojin work, and of course, Blend S. Now, uh, the, uh, going back to the author, uh, Miyuki Nakayama, mm-hmm. uh, he's known for a few anime and mangas, a very sparse few. Uh, the other one he had, which was somewhat well-known, is is The Order of Rabbit, which is about adorable young women working in a cafe. Th- this man has a type. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, well, you know, when you're on to what works for you. Yeah, if you've got a good thing going, why not? Yeah. Now, um, you've just reminded me of something which didn't make the news, but I think you'll enjoy. Oh. There is a live-action Isekai Nobu Cafe <gasps> coming. Oh. What? So this is the cafe which straddles the lines oh, between the real world Kenny's and the fantasy. Favorite. This is one of my favorites just because the food in it is so just majestic. During the day, presented. it opens into Tokyo. During the night, it opens into the fantasy realm and they get country, uh, customers from all form of demigods and demi-human backgrounds. It's, it's wonderful. Well, I say demigods, but you know they're like they're pseudo demigods. Oh no, no, this is that's a different one to the one I'm thinking oh. of. Then, yeah, um, no, that's oh. the one which opens into the sort of the fantasy realm. The one I know is yeah. Isekai Nobu, just opens into a Germanic town. Oh, okay, yes, into it like does. a medieval Germanic well, town. Well, I, I think it might be a medieval Germanic town in a fantasy setting where there are demi-humans, and they because they've got a couple of people on the cast. There are a lot of normal human-looking people on the yeah, cast. Yeah, it's um, there are just it turns out this is itself a genre. The mm. isekai restaurant genre is a yeah. thing. There are 
a lot of them. Yeah, we might need to cover them all later. But look, Bl- Blend S um, might not be on as high a rating because, let's be honest, the story isn't as strong as, say, Erased. No. But it's, it's still fun. And its rating from memory was a 7.4 or 7.5 um, on my anime list. And it's it's still popular to today. Its detractors sign it kind of uh, give it a bit of flack for saying that it appeals to the lowest common denominator. But it's kind of not. It's you know, just kind of a bit of fun. It's I, clowns on a stage. I I mean, you, you can say that about anything. There. Yeah. yeah, that's true. And I just feel like you should enjoy what you enjoy. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, if, you're, if you love anyone. Slice of Life, you'll probably love this and not like Erased. Yeah. And I, if you like yeah. drama, you mightn't like this and like Erased. I, I loved this because it's, like, it's just full of happy first world problems. It really, really is. It's, <laughs> not, it's fluff and it's colourful and the characters are funny and it's over the top and that Snoop Dogg cover just... Oh. It just packages it up just, nicely. Just don't get me started, because... <laughs> and, yeah, to mention just the sheer amount of memes, it's like, smile, sweet, Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> was that was Sister, sadistic. No, this is Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> Sister, sadistic, smash mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the next. Let, let's, let's head on out from here. Wi-Fi Radio. And that's where we need to leave things for this episode. Thank you so much for joining us as always. We do have a bit of an announcement to make because regarding our next few shows, Coco, you're leaving us. No. Well, well yes and, and no. I'm heading, I have to head into state for work for a month. Um, it mm. will be into the Sydney cluster of coronavirus. Yeah. Oh. That's going to be interesting. I'm going to find you like a bath worth of like sanitizers yeah. and you I, can just bathe I'll in I'll be like night. Jake Gyllenhaal from that uh-huh. Bubble Boy film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, honestly, that's probably the best idea. But like, look, we'll see if we can organise maybe a working connection for those kind of weeks. Oh, but uh, to fill in for Coco, does this mean we get to organise a battle royale style fight for the death? Oh, you have to film that. Well, yes. well uh, to take over her spot. No, no. we need to pick well, candidates. Well, <laughs> there can no, be only no. one. <laughs> I'm yes. sure the next few shows will be a little bit different, but hopefully not gory. Yeah. But but I've already got the island. Oh, on that note, next episode it's the end of the season again, mm-hmm. and you know what that means. Yes, we'll be having our usual look over the uh, winter season of anime. But in a new, more chewable and digestible format. I like chewable. Yeah. Yeah, digestible is good. good. Smaller we'll portions. also have another Kawaii Fire Extra on the way. The latest big screen outing for Midoriya and All Might hits Australian cinemas next week. Woo-hoo. We'll be here to tell you all about My Hero Academia, Heroes Rising. And if you've enjoyed listening and made it this far at the show, make sure you hit that subscribe button, whether it's on YouTube or in your favourite podcasting app. And don't squish forget, it. please squish it, and check out <laughs> Instagram and Facebook pages for anime news and videos. We upload them. Pretty much almost every day when when I remember. This I'm is pretty true. bad at this. <laughs> no, we're okay. I should not be in charge of social media. All right. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to Quiet Fi Radio. Thank you for joining us. And until next time, watch, watch some anime. anime.